TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart, and thank you for tuning in. My guest today is an absolutely wonderful lady that I met at a recent seminar I was at. I was so intrigued by what she did for a job that I just had to have her on the show. So today I have with me the wonderful Bronwyn, and Bronwyn is a building biologist. I had to do a double take when she first said what she was, because I went, what? Sorry, you're what? You do what? Okay. So, you know, I was a bit naive about the whole thing, and I thought, well, the best way to educate myself and you guys out there is to invite Bronwyn to come onto the show and tell us all about it. So Bronwyn's going to share with you, firstly, a little bit about herself, what building biology is, and, you know, we'll take it from there. So thank you and welcome to the show, Bronwyn. Thank you, Wendy. I'm so pleased to be here today. Oh, thank you so much for coming over and, you know, getting to chat, and this is really exciting. It is. So, Bronwyn, may I ask right at the start, what led you – there must be a story, there must be a journey that led you to being an amazing building biologist that you are now. So in a brief (laughs) – because otherwise yeah, I could talk yes. for, I could talk for days. Well, we kind of have been talking for a while, <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Okay. So a, a number of factors. Um, first of all, so I'm in my 50s. I've lived a lot of life. However, from, from a very young age, I've, I'm an allergy person. So I was reactive to cats, um, wow. covered in eczema as a child. So it's how I've always lived my life, where I know that I can't put a lot of things on my skin without reacting. Um, I can't eat certain things without reacting. I can't, you know, be exposed to a lot of fragrance without reacting. Sure. And it's how I've always been. Right. So I've, from a very early age, have always had to make choices. Do I use this product and react, or do I use that product and maybe not react so much, or just don't use a product? And I'm okay. Yes. Um, even to the point of, you know, water. When I was little, I used to think I used to be allergic to water because okay. I'd react to the chlorine. Of course. Whereas we now know, you yes. know, use a filter, we don't react. Um, and also I've toughened up my immune system. So it's been a lifetime journey of learning how to do different things and um, how to protect myself. So that's sort of one component of it. Um I've travelled a lot, and I think once you travel, your eyes are opened, you're exposed to so many different things. I was so fortunate in my mid-20s, I went to Africa, and I spent 10 months travelling, and I met all these beautiful, beautiful people. And um, when I came back to Australia, and I'd been away for 10 months, I came back and I was on what I call my soapbox. So my African adventures, <laughs> I was on my soapboxes. I wanted to change the world. Yes. However, you come back to Australia and you look in the fridge and there's so much food and we don't want for anything here. So one of the turning points in Africa was witnessing the poverty, Yes. witnessing the corruption, and that broke my heart where, you know, I think there was one place in particular in Kenya, in um, Nairobi, where every day they took the disabled out and put them on the street corners and everyone was begging. And you just go, wow, you know, what can we do as an individual to make right. a difference? And sometimes we are limited, but then there are so many things we can do. I actually came home from Africa also with malaria. Oh, so um, that's what ended my travels was I was so sick and I was stranded in Malawi 
very unwell. Um, fortunately, you know, had travel insurance. I got airlifted uh, into Harare in Zimbabwe and then flew back home to Australia. My goodness. And this started my, my health and wellness journey. Yes. Um, because came back to Melbourne and was actually just doctors up the road from where we are, Wendy. Yes. And she did test, tests on my liver and basically there was no parasites still in my liver. However, I was really unwell, chronic fatigue, couldn't get out of bed. And I was in my 20s. I, was, I used to be dynamic. Um, it didn't make sense. The doctor's response to it was, let's put you on some antidepressants. You're obviously depressed. Oh, my Lord. But one of the things you'll get to know about myself is I'm a rebel. I, <laughs> I question everything. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when the doctor said antidepressants, I thought, no, I'm in my mid-20s. I'm a happy person. I'm just unwell, no energy. This is crazy. And it was post-malaria that my liver can't process. And this was my journey then of how do I heal without mainstream oh medicine yes and um i'd always be i'd been very very sporting all my life so i was used to a good standard of fitness and energy and so i went down the path of you know um went to a naturopath and i started to take zinc and some vitamin c and um made a huge difference absolutely i you love know. my zinc yep. oh gosh yep. yes the difference it makes yes started doing things like juicing and that was in the days where the it was carrot and celery and beetroot um we didn't even know ginger you know 25 and it years wasn't ago. the in thing to juice exactly. right yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah. and people weren't as aware as they are now yes, exactly. totally yes. yes and also realized that you know couldn't drink alcohol and um if i tried to have a few drinks I would be, you know, if I had one drink or even a mouthful, I may as well have drunk a slab of beer. And being an Australian, everyone used to drink. Um, So that was the turning point for one of my interest in health. So I studied massage and started my business helping people with their physical. And I realised that uh, when you're hands-on with people, there's energy and I used to want to heal everyone, so I was picking up people's energy. Right, okay. I wasn't taught about energy. Or how to protect your energy, more importantly. Yes, didn't know. So, you know, I was trained very clinical, and I was trained by physiotherapists, and I loved what I did. Of course. But I gave so much of myself without the protection. Yeah. So that started my interest in energy work, vibration, um, and the opportunity came up to study natural medicine. So I jumped at that. So I was running my massage business. I was studying natural therapies and I loved homeopathics and I loved herbal medicine Mm -hmm. and I loved the whole empowerment of that our our health is in our hands, basically. I love that you say that, Bronwyn. I really do. We should all have T-shirts with that on it. (laughs) Exactly. And that's where we don't hand over our health to somebody else who might see us once every year for a 10-minute consult and then... Well, don't start me. I was about to. No, let's not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. So um, that's where my health journey began. Yes. And um, I fell in love and end of third year natural medicine, moved to England to have my first child. As you do. Yeah, yeah. As you do. I was so naive. I just thought, I can have babies anywhere in the world. And I was, you know, in love. So I finished my third year studies. I moved to England, which was sensational Mm because England, the home of homeopathy. Oh, gosh, yes. um, It was available in every pharmacy. Whereabouts in England? In London. London. Oh, my God. Jealous. In the East End of London. A little bit jealous. A little bit jelly. Loved it. it. Learned so much. Met so many amazing people. Um, But got homesick. So I had... Two beautiful boys in England. Yes. And uh, that was a journey within itself, the journey of motherhood. 
and how unprepared I was for motherhood. Right. And just the naivety of thinking I could move over to a different country and I can do everything. And I'd pick up my studies. Well, it, the studies didn't happen. Um, and my firstborn is just an amazing young man who's now in 19. However, he reacted to his vaccinations. Oh, my goodness. So there's been a journey within, yes. you know, again, mainstream medicine. Um, the long and the short, we moved back to Australia, continued my journey yes. of, of health and uh, working in the health food industry. And then, unfortunately, my, our second-born son, Harry, yes. uh, he passed away when he was three. Oh, gosh. And that was 13 years ago. Right. And that's, I think, as a human being, as a mother, as a daughter, um, that rocks, rocks your whole platform. Absolutely. You know? um, so hit to the point where you then question everything about life. You know, how yes. can a child just die? I won't go into too much. No. It's helped my journey of yes. reassessing what gets me out of bed in the morning. Sure. What am I here for? And, you know, what's life all about? So um, very traumatic time, which I think as a, as a female, I now have the capacity to help others. Yes. Because I've been to the worst of the worst. And you realise that you get through the crap. You have to go through it, especially with grief. You need to walk through the grief so that you can get out of bed the and, and live a good life. Exactly. And live a good life with purpose. Yes. And with meaning. Um, so out of that sadness, and it's taken a journey to get out of, of the course, sadness. Of course, of course. And a lot of homeopathics. Yes. <laughs> you know, mainstream medicine again said, here's your antidepressants. And I said, no, I don't, I don't right. need antidepressants. Okay. I, my son has died. I have to go through grief. Yes. Numbing it isn't going to be the well, answer. Well, no, that's just mm-hmm. a Band-Aid solution. Exactly. You know, look, yep. I'm not comparing me to you or anything mm-hmm. like that, but, you know, I wasn't able to have children and I had yes. two miscarriages and the same yes. thing. They wanted to put me oh. on antidepressants. Yes. And I was like, that's the last thing on the exactly. planet I'm going to let happen yep. to myself yep. after the journey you've been on. And, yes. you know, yes. good on you yeah. for, you know, acknowledging that and being Thank aware you. enough yes. to say thanks but no thanks. Yes, you know. Oh, exactly. And it's like how do you learn to deal with your loss of hope so this is that spiritual journey as well for sure, um, for sure. to learn how, how, to, how to deal everyday life with the loss of hope yes. and then slowly the steps of healing. Um, so it's the, the innate healing of the primal you know, yes. person of where a female, the reason we'll put here on earth was to be a mother. To be a mother and to reproduce. Yep. And, yep. You know? yep. and so with that journey, I think, I learned so much. I had to grow up very quickly yes. and realise that I was also, you know, in needing. I, I, I had to look after my husband as well to support him. And your older child. And my older child. child. Yes. And also then my parents and the bigger. And the ripple. It, it's yeah. a ripple effect. It you is. know, it affects it everybody around you in your circle. Yes. So, and you kind of become sort of responsible for them a little bit too because yes it's happening to you for sure Mm -hmm. but they're part of it too so you know they also suffer a loss when you suffer this horrendous loss and i think that's when you know you realize and appreciate the tribe that is around you oh for sure and it it is all about you know it takes a village to raise a family as i always say (laughs) i think you've heard enough of that from wendy's way seriously (laughs) oh exactly and that's where you know it's it's then putting us on our pathway of 
why are we here? Yes. So for myself, the healing was also very blessed and very grateful that I was able to bring another child with my husband. It's not just about me. We were able to bring another, another child, child into the world. Yes. And, uh, and that was another journey of preparing the body, preparing ourselves to make sure healthy sperm, healthy egg. But, and we were blessed um, to be able to bring Michael into the world. And then... Getting back into my working in a health food store because we must work. We have to have, you know, Well, income. we do need to pay for the nappies. Yes. <laughs> Even if they're cloth ones, oh, you exactly. know. <laughs> yes. And um, that's where the journey I realised, you know, with who I am, I still had a need to study to the fulfilment um, to, com- to complete. I didn't finish my natural medicine studies. Okay. But I had all this knowledge. But I couldn't use it because I'm not a naturopath. I only did three years. So... Um, I chanced upon Nicole Bilsma and... Um, God, we love her, do yes, we not? Yes, This life-changing earth angel, I call her. Yes. And so, that's yes. where I became aware of building biology. Yes. And where I was working in a health food shop local to where we are now, and um, there was mould all throughout the, <gasps> the roof system. And oh my all of goodness. us staff, naturopaths, the healthiest people there are, and we started to realise we can control our diet and we can do the best diet. We're surrounded by supplements. That's what we were selling. You can take the best supplements. Okay. However, if your environment isn't right, if the air that you're breathing is full of fungi and mycotoxins that are released by the dead spurs, um, we will be unwell. For sure. Yep. And this is then I studied more. I needed to, I needed to know more. Because you didn't have enough on your plate. No, no. Like any stresses. <laughs> So, yeah, no, running a house, oh, working, Lord. and then I no, took on studying. Children, yep. husband, yep. life. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yes, yes. So completed my studies as a building biologist, and I now love what I do. And um, my business is called Creating Healthy Spaces. So it's now, with my knowledge, I just want to share it with everyone, what I have learned, and to, to help people to identify the hidden, the hidden hazards. Yes. And then to actually find solutions that we can that are doable. So it's something like, Wendy, you know, how can you incorporate this in your everyday life yes. that doesn't put more pressure on Yeah, well, that was, that was you know, mm-hmm. going to be one of my next questions. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so if we could just backtrack for a minute. So yes. what does a building biologist do exactly? Exactly. That's, um, I know that's a very, you know, simple question. But it is. Yes. So building biologists were governed by 25 principles okay. that uh, commenced in Germany 40 years ago. And it's how our built environment interacts with, the, with, with us as okay. humans. So it incorporates the outdoor environment, you know, the traffic, the air that we breathe, the water we drink, the earth that we stand on. So it has a very spiritual element as well. Beautiful. And um, as a building biologist, we then, depending on what area, there's people who are architects and they look into the design of a home. So it's, you know, from the ground up, if you build a house correctly. Oh, how good would that be? Exactly. So anyone out there going to build a house, I think you need to consult a building biologist. (laughs) Just my humble opinion. Definitely, definitely. So we're very aware of what goes into making a house. Sure. The the land that you actually put it on, you know, the direction of which, which way it faces is so important, but there's little things we've forgotten about. I think there's um, a lot of common sense has gone out the window. Mm. So as a building biologist, I'm now helping people in their own home. Yes. Predominantly, I focus on residential rather than commercial. Commercial. Um, I'm very aware of exposure standards and guidelines that we either do have or we don't have through the government. And they're great for commercial, but there aren't exposure standards that really look after 
the home. Sure. So I do a lot of work personally with families. Wonderful. Um, and people who want to reach, you know, optimum health and, and go through the healing journey. So I, I sort of have a, a relationship with people where I first meet them and think, yes, you know, let's work together. This is what we do, a bit of a team, and um, come on site, do an audit. Yes. There's an extensive questionnaire before I even arrive on oh, site. Oh, excellent. Yes, yes. Because yes. you, you need to know the history of the person. If there is health issues, you know, I love working alongside their, the practitioners um, and I get a lot of referrals from integrative practitioners. I have, I think the beauty of having my years of um, experience in natural medicine helps me as a building biologist. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So just to, to make sense and acknowledge that, you know, we now know so much about genetics. We now know with mould in particular, something like 24% of the population don't produce the antibody that fights mold. Wow, yes. And with that, you just think, that's huge. That's that's a, a massive quarter. amount of people, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. It is. And here in Melbourne, we have a major problem with mold because of the way that our homes are now built. Yeah. Our current building code does not consider condensation within the building envelope. Right. And we're also energy efficient, so we're wrapping up these homes with plastic it, there's no passive ventilation. No. Um, you know, there's so many things that are wrong, and that's now affecting the health of the humans who live in that yeah, home. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a child, I grew up in India until I was 15. Yes. Even in, on the coldest winter's day, yes, and Delhi used to get extremely cold yes. because there's cold air blowing down from the Himalayan mountain range. Okay. So, you know, yes. people go, what? It gets cold? <laughs> yes, it does. Believe me, it's free. It's Melbourne cold. Yes. My gran would every Saturday morning open every door and oh, window in the house. Lady. Yes. Every door and window. And we'd all be like, you're crazy. Like, it's freezing. And yes. she'd put out, wrap us up in jumpers mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. You know, beanies and gloves, and and we'd just be like, "Oh no, <laughs> Granny, seriously, you've lost it." But then, when the monsoon came, which was yes. mold season, from what you know, yes. I now remember, yes. she'd do the same thing, mm-hmm. and she'd have beautiful cold little heater things going, yes. just little like you know, people have fire pits outdoors. Yes. She'd just have these little coal fires going in each of the rooms oh. to dry it out and dry out yes. the mold. I don't know. We all thought she was crazy, yes. but she wasn't. She no. had this all down pat mm-hmm. before, you know, I wish she was around now to educate yes. us. And, you know, all those old ways of doing things are yes. now new again and make exactly. so much difference to us. So talking, you know, I've heard you speak and I've heard Nicole speak. So like if someone wanted to, you know, say if, Say like my house, for example. Let's just take you sitting in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen a thousand things you could change already. But so how do people approach it? Like I know we're going to share your website and contact details later. So first you do a questionnaire with your clients? Yes, so we have the initial, usually a phone consult. Phone call, yes, yes. um, And we discuss the issues over the the phone. Yes. Then I'll email out um, a questionnaire. Sure. Once that's completed and we've made a time for the audit, I tend to do only one audit each day so I can give give everyone the best Because it's quality. going to take some time, it isn't does. it? It's it going does. to take a few hours to do this properly. That's correct. So, yeah. Yep. And yeah. I also, prior to coming on site, I actually do a bit of homework myself to yeah. know, you know, I look up on Google Maps and Google Earth is such a great resource. Look up to find out, you know, where are the local phone towers? Um, where are the local, <laughs> yeah, over there. Over there. <laughs> I can see it from my yes. front door, um, which seriously it. concerns me. Yes. <laughs> seriously, yes. and, and it does. I'll come back and yes, bring we'll my do meters. that. Yes, you better. <laughs> we need and, you. <laughs> and even where the local roads are, so we know the traffic, you know, how much yeah. diesel, how much dust is just circulating. Uh, are you up the top of the hill? Are you down the bottom of a hill? You know, are you living next door to a golf course where yeah. they spray pesticides or even just 
I know our local council comes around and they just spray. Oh, they, they spray do it around here as well. And I'm like, yep. what are you doing? Like, please don't spray that near my home. Exactly. But, you know, that's council land, so it I is, can't stop them. Yep. Especially now where there are councils who have chosen not to spray pesticides. Yes. There yes. is a change and we have to keep, you know, vocalising our, um, you know. Objection to pesticides yes. being, you know. Exactly. You know, because there's children, there's animals, mm. there's elderly people, there's yes. us, there's everybody. Yes. We don't need to be ingesting any more of this stuff than we already have. Exactly. So, you know, yep. we don't we don't need that to happen no. at all. Yep. So that's really that's really awesome because at least, you know, people have a starting point. Like they've had a consult with you, they've yes. done the questionnaire, you do the audit. Yes. And then I'm assuming that there would be, you know, simple, practical solutions. Yes, there are other, there you know, there might be, you might need to spend some money to fix something, but yes. there are simple, practical solutions like, you know, mm-hmm. so what would it, like, you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's like get a water filter. Yes. I remember that. Yes. You know, move your clock radio from your bedside table to the other side of the room. Yes. So is there any other just quick tips you could yep. share till people can have you come and spend time <laughs> with them? Exactly. One of the most simple things is taking your shoes off at the front door. And I, and I cringe that because I'm sitting here with my boots Yes, yeah, so are we, but it's um, a bit freezy. Yep. It's okay. It is. It's so, okay. So, you know, putting a really good quality mat at the front door yes. so people wipe their feet, take off their shoes, then walk in. Yes. 50% of the dust is reduced by taking your shoes off it's very simple um the other great thing is looking at how people clean their homes so having a really good vacuum cleaner that has a hepa filter the hepa filter is the only filter that actually uh removes the really teeny tiny ultra fine particulates yeah um so vacuuming well and using a good vacuum cleaner then you're looking at um, what you use to clean. So let's get rid of all the nasty toxins. We don't need, you know, you've got old bleach-based products. They're such an irritant. Yeah, sure. And um, so get them out of the home. There are so many wonderful products Absolutely. now. Absolutely. If you have your time, you can, you know, be making your own uh, products with a bit of bicarb soda. Yes. Your white vinegar, essential oils, love essential oils. Yes. If your home has anyone who's allergenic or sensitive then no fragrance so not even essential oils they can be enough to upset people as well i like to try and and educate people of being mindful of what you bring in the home so you know from the front door have that barrier even it's an invisible barrier think every product that comes into the home what is it where is it from is it nasty is it good for us so I like to encourage people to have organic sure, when they can. Sure. Decrease plastic. Plastic is so bad for definitely, us. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and plastic is everywhere. We can all make tiny little changes and it's doable, you know. Um, so that's another thing. And then, you know, we can look in the kitchen, what you cook with, uh, using your extraction fans. So I think the ventilation, opening up your definitely. windows is so important. Yeah. When you're showering, have an extraction fan. If your fan's not working and you have, like, I find if you put your shower on and your mirror is getting fogged up, your fan isn't working. Working, yep. right, yes, um, yes. In our house, I wake up every day with condensation on our windows. We've okay. got timber frames. Right, so okay. So that leads to wood rot. Yes. So it's it's working out ways of either you know, changing windows, which is really expensive, yeah. or putting some moisture absorbers in the windows, things like that. Okay. Um, so there's lots of simple solutions and the biggest thing is having the respect for the house that um, radio frequencies from our mobiles, you, you mentioned clock radios away from our bedrooms. I would love to make our homes and our bedrooms our sanctuaries. It's where we do our rest and repair yes. work. So no electronics. 
No, see, we, I, yep. I learned that years ago. So mm-hmm. we don't have a TV in our bedroom. We do yes. have a clock radio, which is on the other side mm-hmm. of the room now. Yes. And, like, we tend not to, you know, we used to have a f- mobile phones next to our heads oh. on our bedside table. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, no, when you get mm-hmm. educated, you go, oh, yes. my God. You know, yes. so you put them on the other side of the room, put them in another room is yes. even better. Yes, and room. we, the other thing that we, I learned to do is turn the Wi-Fi off yes. when you're not using it. And, you know, that I know everyone's going, oh, my God, how could you live without a Wi-Fi? I can, trust me, believe it or not. Yes, so, we all, we all know, can. And we this all can, is, yes. The knowledge is now available. True, that very true. Radio frequencies, your Wi-Fi, I love technology. My husband's in IT. I've got two boys who are, you know, every device under the sun. Sure. It's how I run my business. However, rest and repair work means cable everything where possible. And so my laptop, I sit on the kitchen. I've got an Ethernet connection that everything's so do I. It's so simple. I it's know. not rocket science. No, it's not. Um, if I can do it, it's not rocket science. <laughs> if I can do it, it's not rocket science. Trust me. Yeah. And as you say, like I can see your modem flashing at me at the moment. Yes. It is having the Wi-Fi switched off. Of course. If you don't need it, don't have it on. Sure. We now know that um, it inhibits our melatonin production. And we need melatonin oh, so that we can sleep. Because you don't want to be then taking melatonin supplements. You know what exactly. I mean? Like that's going to mess up your insides mm-hmm. anyway. Yes. So yes. Um, the other thing, Roman, is, you know, the quality of air in the yes. homes. Like I know people who have air, what do you call them? Not humidifiers, like but air you know, purifiers. Air purifiers, sorry. Yes. So is that a good idea to have, you know? It it's depends if you need it, I suppose. Yes. Or, yeah. So in, in our house, I have two of them. Right. And I choose to use them on a regular basis only because I know what I know. Um, I'm not a domestic goddess. I'd like to say I am, but I'm not. Uh, in our house, I have a very hairy dog that sure. drops hair everywhere. Sure. I've got kids. I've, you know... You live our as house, a family. It's a family home. home. Like yep. the ha- all our houses are homes. Exactly. Yes. And it's a part of reducing our dust load. Yes. So um, dust is a horrible thing. Dust is what the, the fungi, bacteria, the virus attaches itself to the dust and then it becomes airborne. And that's sure. how it then moves throughout the house. It's what we inhale yes. and that's how we become unwell. And um, so I use my air purifier so that I don't feel I have to vacuum and wet I was going to say wet dust on a regular basis. I understand like not no, no, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So for me, it's a part of the picture of how I run my house. I think they're a great idea for most people. Yes. Um, but once again, it's, you know, with the consult with you or, yes. so, you know, if you're, People are into if the listeners are interstate. I'm sure there's a network of people you could oh, leave them, point them definitely. towards, or whatever. So definitely. you know, yes. I'm lucky you live kind of in the same <laughs> suburb as I, and I tell you that excites me greatly. So it's you know, fantastic. but I think you know. So for me, from what I'm getting from this is, yes. you know, just do some investigation, do yes. the simple things, you know, get, mm-hmm. get the electromagnetic stuff reduced around yes. you in your home, your family, your kids, your pets, your whatever it is. And, you know, and then get someone like you to come in and help you if yes. possible, because you're trained to do that. We exactly. can do basic things like you've told us to do, yes. but the great thing would be to have a proper audit, a consult and Definitely. really get your house in the best shape that it can. Not yes. all of us can move houses. Not all of us can, you know, build new homes or anything like that. So we basically have to work with what we have yes. and improve the quality of our living every day is very, what I'm getting true. from you. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. So just moving away from building biology for a moment, <laughs> yes. what do you like to do for fun? And like, what are your, you said you traveled. Yes. So I like, just on leading on from that, like what are your not let's start with what are your non-negotiables every day? Like what do you have to do mm-hmm. to 
have the best quality day you're going to have or to have, you oh, know, your kind yes. of Yes. I'm not going to say perfect because there's no, no such no, thing no as perfect. Thing. Just yes. as your most, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. I, I must admit, in the mornings when I'm still lying in bed and my husband's up early, I actually lie in bed and I just go over how much I'm so grateful for, for the fact I've woken up today. For sure. I'm grateful the fact I have a great husband who goes to work and I have a great family and um, I'm excited. I wake up sort of, I can't wait to get out into my day to sort of like connect with people and to make a difference in, in the world. Um, a lot of what I do, I to help my own health, I exercise a lot. Yes. Uh, or probably I shouldn't say a lot. I could move a lot more than what I move. So I have a great network and I go to a, a, an amazing movement studio. Nice. And nice. Um, it's not a boot camp. However, I've retaught my body how to move properly, how to open up, how to stretch. And um, with that comes breathing as well. And we play a lot of games. So we laugh. Fun. Yep. 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 I think breathing is so important, really. You know, <laughs> it like is. I went to a breathing class once. I went, what do you mean I don't know how to breathe? And I really was breathing all wrong. Yes. I know this. Yes. And my personal trainer said the same thing when I started. Yes. Went, breathe. You're not breathing. Yes. I'm like, oh, yes, I can. I'm breathing. I'm yes. breathing. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. I, I, I'm very mindful. I listen to how my body's feeling and what it's telling me. And um, running a business from home, there's times where I'm, I'm a high stress person and I'm very driven, which means I've had to learn how to say no. Oh, that is the <laughs> hardest thing on the planet to do. It is. It, it is. is. And um, Wendy, I've decided I don't like to be too busy anymore. So I've made a very conscious step of saying I'm not going to be busy anymore. I'm not a little mouse on a treadmill. I'm going to stop. I'll only take on board what I can. I'll only help those that um, no, I'm not being judgmental for the helping. No, no, no. But it's being mindful. But you're going to choose how you're going to spend your energy and time. Yes. Yes. You know, to your best interest. Because if we didn't look after ourselves, who else is going to? Seriously, we can't give from an empty cup. To use the beautiful quote, and you know, and it takes a village. It does. So you know, we've got to bring our tribe in when we need it. And you know, sometimes it's okay. I love my alone time like you. I'm sure you love your solitude and just, just be. Yes. And I think we just get so crazy in this world of ours. It's Mm -hmm. refreshing to meet, you know, people like yourselves and others who are just like, I'm happy to say no. And I'm happy to just be where I am. Thank you very much. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. And that's where I choose to spend a lot of time in nature. I need to be in nature. So I love the local parks we've got here. I've got my beautiful old dog and off we go to the park <laughs> and we'll walk around and just to be able to sit in nature. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm a bit of a wacko, so I'll too take my shoes and socks off. I'll earth Bit myself. of earthing, bit oh, of grounding. Yeah, bare oh. feet. Love that. Sit Don't at... worry. My neighbours think I'm a weirdo anyway. So, you know, they go, what's she up to now? It's like, okay, oh, it's, it's wonderful. Right. And even just sit next to a tree. I, I love trees and picking up their energy and their, oh, sure. how healing it is. Um, so that's what I do. And spending time with my children yeah. and just laughing. Yeah. I find that we get too serious in life. I don't know anyone who's ever regretted spending too much time with their kids. I don't think there's enough family time. Um, no. And it's not – sometimes I think we, it's not until something goes wrong that you appreciate and you sure. realise what you've sure. got. So um, – I'm very grateful I've got both my parents. Yes. So we all spend a lot of time wonderful. together. We, we laugh. We like each other. Isn't that yeah. wonderful? And we support each how, other. How lovely to be able to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there who can't say that. So, yes. you know, yep. that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. So as we're coming to the end of our time together, how do people find you? How can they contact you? How can they book a consult? How can they just get some help 
you know, from you and get yes. their building biology sorted out. Thank you. So, Wendy, I've got my website, yes. which is www.creatinghealthyspaces.com.au. Wonderful. I also have a Facebook page. Sure. Again, it's Creating, creating Healthy, healthy spaces. spaces. Yes. Uh, so my name is Bronwyn Bennett. So yes. if you Google searched, you can find me that Wonderful. way. Wonderful. And on site, you'll then find out my mobile phone number or e- email. Um, contact me through those channels. Fantastic. And be more than happy to, to help wherever I can. Excellent. And all these details will be attached to my Facebook page when this podcast goes live. Fantastic. So they'll be... They'll be um, Sorry, you can click on the link to get to Bronwyn's website and get all the information you need and, you know, get her to help you out and book a consult with her. And as Bronwyn said, there is, you know, she's in Melbourne, southeastern suburbs of Melbourne. But if you're not in Melbourne or elsewhere in Australia, I'm sure she could, you know, point you in the direction of someone who could help in your state or around where you are. I'm also um, a current member of the Australasian Society of Building Biologists. I'm glad you Um, said that, not me. I I wouldn't have got that one out. The ASBB. I love it. Uh, I'm actually I'm treasurer on the committee. Awesome. And so we have got um, associates in every state of, uh, of Australia. If we don't, I'll also do Skype consults. I have yes. been known to drive to New South Wales uh, to consult with a client who needed my help. And that's um, commitment for you, boys yes, and girls. Yes, and it was a lovely time in my car, six hours there and six hours right. back. Um, so there's so many different possibilities. Of course. Of yep. course. And, yep. you know, yes, technology is wonderful because mm-hmm. you can do your, you know, yes. interstates consults or anything you need. So yes. I urge you all to give this some thought. You know, it's been wonderful having you on the show today. I think there's a wealth of information that we can all learn from you and, you know, other building biologists in Australia. I look forward to having you back on the show again and coming and helping me in my home. And maybe we can, you know, as we're going through that process, we could share it with the listeners and see how it all pans out. I would love to do that, Wendy. Excellent. Thank you so much. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I would love you to subscribe to my show and give it a rating on iTunes. Feel free to share this episode with your family and friends. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and my website, which is wendysway.com.au. Once again, all the links to find Bronwyn will be on this episode when it goes live. I hope you all have a happy, safe, and blessed day. Remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always, and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.